previamente en el Fantastic Worlds Podcast. Hashtag how stabbed am I? Let me gather. I don't know if I have enough D6s, but we'll see. I think her eyes, like, are the anime angry, like, flames coming out of them. She's like, not about this. You wanted us to do our worst. See that wall behind you? That's what your brain is going to be in just a few seconds. If she can move at all, like, she's feeling better after Manette and Abraxas have healed. Like, she's still stunned, so she can't talk. Like, I think she's winded and she's bleeding. But I think if she just tries to, like, Ugh, just cranks up that middle finger. <laughs> he just kind of yells out in pain because he, one, he's blind, so he doesn't know what to expect. Try and slam my spear through Borger's foot. Ow, oh, my foot, my foot, my foot. Ow, ow, ow. And he's stomping around. After being put on the ground, and then the dude kept stabbing at her. Mommy needed that, thank you. Yeah, she ain't got nothing else she could do. I mean, she's right next to Manette. She can, like... Make stupid, make stupid faces at her. <laughs> I'm ascending the clowns. Do, do, do. No, I'm ascending my wolf pack. This I cast caustic blood on myself. You cause blood to spray and become caustic wherever it's exposed to the air. And it's a free action anytime I get hit. I think Angel gets the award for creating the grossest character I've ever heard of. I love nasty boys. Uh, Abraxas, it is now your turn. You see this giant Edessa through the door. <laughs> More than anything in this world. <laughs> you hear Wonk and Burger at the same time go, Pretty lady. <laughs> I'm listening to Glamazon by RuPaul, and it's so appropriate. <laughs> my god it is hot today ladies and gentlemen at least where i live i'm gonna make this very quick today because right now all my fans are turned off so i can record our intro but i want to get done so i can turn them back on because i am literally drenched in sweat right now first off i want to thank everybody for listening and happy release day to everybody uh second our twitch schedule this week uh jess is going to be streaming on wednesday thursday doing yakuza kiwami and i will be streaming on friday doing mass effect 2 come out and check us out come and visit us come and say hi we really love when people come uh the more people the more entertaining it is the more fun we have i think the more fun everybody has and i really encourage you to check us out search up fantastic worlds pod on twitch and just go ahead and give us a follow so you get notifications when we're starting uh, second, I'd like to read this week's review. It's from Christos Winter. I look forward to this podcast every week and, and long for its arrival each day until it airs again. Lol, that was melodramatic. Seriously, though, I enjoy listening to the characters and the story that they are telling. Uh, thank you, Christo. We really appreciate it. And we, we uh, appreciate you for listening. So, um, yeah, if you want to get your review read, go ahead and give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. And we will read it out for the world to hear and give you our our heartfelt thanks. Because we really can't do with it out of you. Uh, so, I guess that's it. So, I'm going to get ready to go turn the fans on. So, without further ado, I give you episode 45, Not So Dead Ringer. Do you guys ever get the buzzy leg, you know, where you like feel the oh, buzzing of yeah. your phone and your 
pocket even yeah phantom vibrating there's yep. actually yes. a term for it i'm yes, really ticklish I, I can't have it vibrate in my leg because i will <laughs> jump really bad <laughs> back when vibration features were really new that would suck in school or like co- or college because it'd be my leg even with the old pagers and it would go off so I'd be in class and all you would hear, Jesus, like that every <laughs> single time because I'm really ticklish. So I'd have to get it out of my pocket as fast as possible. Yeah. I don't really have pockets on most of my pants because I can't wear normal clothes because <laughs> of my skin and all that. Um, but for a long time, when I did still have pockets in my pants, I, I got phantom vibrations all the time. That's a great username. Pockets in my pants. Pockets in my pants. Phantom Game Boy noise. You know, the old... I would hear that. I'd be, the house would be dead quiet. And I, I'm like, did I leave that on? And so I'd go and check it if it's off, but I could clearly, clearly hear the music. I think you're oh haunted. Gosh. That's hours haunted. You're of, uh, definitely haunted. Yep. <laughs> that was hours yeah. of Game Boy play, though. For me, do, do any of you guys remember ICQ? Oh, God. Oh. That's old school, dude. Yeah, it was fam- it was one of the Wait, first. Did, did anybody? Are, are we I, the only nope, ones? I have no idea yeah. what that is. So they weren't it, born yet, Dustin. You lost me. <laughs> you lost me hard. So ICQ is this was the, was before AOL Instant Messenger took over. Basically, it was I think the green AOL, flower there was a icon, time right? before AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> yes, it had the green flower icon. <laughs> okay, and whenever yet. you get a message, it would go uh oh uh oh. And See, so, that's how I feel now with text message noises. It's like, yeah, <laughs> noise, and I go, uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to make that my text tone. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, and then your I, phone will live on silent like it should. Yeah, mm. and it'll never get used. <laughs> it was used by so many of like my friends out of high school and stuff that I would just be walking out of nowhere and I would just hear... Like uh, if it was something even close to that, those the syllables, <laughs> I would just be going, "Do I hear the uh oh?" Like the phantom uh oh. It was a <laughs> phantom uh oh. That's ridiculous. <laughs> uh. It was what it really was with Spidey sense. It was going, "Uh oh, there's some danger." Uh oh. <laughs> oh, even worse. <laughs> yeah. It was a series of numbers, right? You'd be like one seven one eight. Yeah, you didn't have usernames. You had a number. Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. I love Dyson. We were the only ones born then, Dustin. (laughs) These youngins, these youngins. (laughs) We weren't weren't alive. But a glimmer in their parents' eyes. They were alive. They just were young. (laughs) No one was alive then. (laughs) (laughs) It was powered by steam. (laughs) Oh, my God. The headquarter (laughs) office was just steam. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, We're so old. uh, Old. Old, old, but young. Just at start heart. referring to that as the time before AIM. <laughs> AIM existed back then; it just wasn't as popular. B-A How could it not have been the most AIM. popular thing possible? <laughs> it's not everyone. I just don't understand. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> I love that they kept sending me free coasters. <laughs> now awesome. I get it. <laughs> oh lord all right it gave you free stuff i understand now <laughs> so many coasters so many coasters <laughs> well the disc the actual floppy discs you get like three a week yeah. in the mail <laughs> you mean don't coasters I remember now that. don't put your fucking beer on my table use one of these di- aol <laughs> <Use> discs <laughs> <laughs> were you raised in a barn <laughs> there's just a l- landfill somewhere just 
full of AOL CDs and floppy disks. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing that's in there. Yep. I could you imagine just having like an entire room filled with those AOL discs? You could just do so many like little art projects. I mean, just I would love to be able to just sit there and go. I'm gonna do, you do guys this. Remember MythBusters? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There was that one episode where they were trying to see if there was a way to like get away from the um. Oh my god, what's it called? Where cops hold up to speed limit thing gun thingy? Oh. Yeah. The radar, the radar. Radar. There we gun. go. Radar and they were gun. trying to figure out if there was a way to deflect it so they couldn't accurately like read your car. And I don't remember literally any of them except for one. And they literally covered a car all the way around with AOL CDs. <laughs> it did <Wow>. not work. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's all I remember. All I remember that whole episode. Man, if that's that that car got caught in the sun just the right way, you'd go blind. Oh, Jesus <laughs> uh-huh. Christ. I kind of want it. That's kind of my aesthetic. <laughs> uh, real quick, guys, I'm going to go down the check down list. Check Hero Lab to make sure all your conditions are set, turned off now. Oh. Oh, I'm prone. Good job, buddy. Look at that. Was I prone this whole fucking time? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think see. you were knocked prone. But since then I was eating something. I as I splurt my caustic blood on everything. Oh, that was so awesome. Spurt. You are making the garbage pail kid of characters. What? I, mean, I was just prepared. Nasty. I can attack on other people's turns. Yeah, you were you weren't ready for that one. It's like, oh I was not. That wolf. was a shock. Ha- I was getting ready for silver. I was like, Dustin's has silver in this campaign. Watch. <laughs> the next thing we're going to have a fight has silver. And I'm ready. He's like, oh, silver. Guess what? <laughs> right in your face. Oh, God. <laughs> so gross. I should get a ketchup bottle inside of a um, <sighs> Ziploc bag. And then when I cast that spell, I'll just be like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Become a fully artist. Heck <laughs> yes. Yeah. How do you guys feel about Angel's Caustic Blood? I I mean, okay, Abby as a player, loving it, so excited <laughs> that he can do that. That is so cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tight. <laughs> but Pippa? <laughs> I don't know if she noticed it. <laughs> she was a little busy. Yeah, that's true. Almost dying. Almost dying I don't know if she saw it at all. <laughs> I think we were in opposite rooms. Yeah, yeah like she's, rooms. Not like, in she's still in a different room, like recuperating from her injuries. <laughs> so it was either yeah, Man- Manette and Adessa might have saw it, though. I mean, I feel like Adessa. Hmm. So Kay as a player hates it because Kay does not like blood. <laughs> it freaks her out. Um, I don't know. I think Adessa probably thinks it's cool, though. <laughs> I think her her thing is anything that hurts the bad guys is fine. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Manette probably thinks it's like, oh, tactically useful, and doesn't think much else of it. <laughs> if Pippa would have nice. thought, she would probably be the only one with the adverse reaction to it. I imagine. Very possibly, yeah. Just because I think I think out of all of them, she's the one that's the most squeamish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what sucks is you didn't get to see the. I thought I was gonna uh, get hit earlier because. I remember Pippa asking, oh, what is that? When I was doing the the symbols, like I'd cut myself and trace yeah. the symbols on my arm in blood. But we, uh, or Manette just tore down the, uh, oh, and a, yeah, the enemies went down just so fast. 
Yeah. How Lucky was uh <laughs> how did you enjoy being supersized Odessa? Oh my god, it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was the end where she just picked up Manette like a doll. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, because Manette's basically as big as she can be without being a like size up creature. <laughs> she's, yeah. she's very tall and she's very buff and bulky. Hero and- Lab always has a, a notification in the top right, like, you are too tall for your <laughs> your background. We're going to start off with a little story. Father, what are stars for? They really don't do anything. The father looks down with an amused look. My son, the stars in the sky were put there by the gods. If you look long enough, it's almost as if a celestial performance is playing out before your very eyes. The young boy stares at the night sky a bit more, but quickly shifts away from the stars. But they never move and are so boring. Ah, but that's where you're wrong. They might not physically move, but they inspire movement. The stars allow us to navigate the world. They provide the inspiration for the bards to weave thousands of tales. They let people learn and grow. And they even inspire younglings like yourself to ask questions such as why the stars exist. The man reaches out and ruffles his son's hair. Dad! as the kid pushes his father's hand away. The stars inspire us to reach for something beyond the lives we live. The stars inspire our imagination and give us insight into the fact that there is life beyond our simple fishing village. Maybe one day they will inspire you to strike out on your own. His son turns back to stare at the stars once more. He looks into his son's eyes and smiles as he sees the reflection of the stars shine back at him. Those eyes now filled with wonder. Ringer Melenkoff knew that he was in a bad situation. Bruised, beaten, and starved for as many days as he had been tied up, he knew that he probably did not have much time left. He had accepted this is probably how he was going to die. He looked up to a small opening in the ceiling and saw the starry sky he had shared with his young son all those years ago reflected back into his eyes. It would be nice to see his wife and son again. It had been too long. As Ringer began to accept his fate, he heard a loud boom followed by... Who dares work poker for nap? What he didn't realize is that he would soon live to fight another day. So you all had just uh, eliminated some people. <laughs> just That's a, few. a light Ooh. way of saying just eviscerate, but okay. Well, yeah, I would say you, you guys did do a pretty good job, but there was actually some pretty good chances that you, I mean, I think that's probably the closest Pip has been to death in a long time. Yeah, it went pretty bad for some parts there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty bad. I was not having fun for a chunk of that. <laughs> I was. Very I mean, sad. come on. <sighs> oh, I mean, I don't mean I don't mean not having fun as in not enjoying the game. I just mean I was sad that I thought my character was like getting pretty close to being dead. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> you had a long wait to figure out what happened to that too. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. that was really great. <laughs> but, I, but it all turned out great all turned out well and then I got to make Odessa giant Odessa and she got to shoot things with a cannon mm-hmm. that, was, that was pretty great so that was pretty exciting blast. that was pretty freaking rad <laughs> yes all's well that ends well and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah so you guys look around and you, you see two decimated ogres and uh, Marcian all crumple to the ground the rooms are all silent again the stench however is still there 
It's probably silent because the cannon blasts in all our ears. We can't hear shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you guys are all like, what are you saying? Odessa's is fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, welcome to hell. This is what it's like. <laughs> Braxis is going to approach the ogres, rubbing his hands together. Oh. You may want to look away for this part. You going to eat that? They're nasty. Ah, it'll be fine. <laughs> this is. I think Abraxas. we need to get Abraxas like his like rabies and tetanus and like what's another one that you give dogs? DHLPP. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Heartworm. Please, I can't cure diseases yet. You gotta wait, buddy. <laughs> it'll be fine. Uh, builds up the old constitution. Puts hair on your chest. Does it? <laughs> You slurp in the intestines like spaghetti. <laughs> Adessa has excused herself to the other room. She can't be a part yeah. of this anymore. Hey, he <laughs> like, I can hear the noises he, from the other room. She's just like everybody. Yep. No, she's just grimacing and she's gonna look around the room she's in currently instead. Adessa walks in. Her face is pale. I think yeah. Manette, are you grossed out by this? I don't think you'd be grossed out by it, are you? Nah, she's pretty, like, she don't give a shit. <laughs> Manette is used to nasty stuff, I don't know. You, when you heal people, you kind of get used to seeing, like, gross things and, like, innards and <laughs> all kinds of nonsense. Hard pass. And you cut people open yourself. I mean, on some level. <laughs> I do both, right? I wield with one hand the cross, the other hand, a big sword. So, so Abraxas heals up, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you see him just in the most take disgusting big, way possible. big bites out of the heart as his uh, scars start, uh, start to heal over. <laughs> Garbage pale kid of characters. Are you still in wolf form or are you human Hybrid. and doing the Okay. Oh, that would have been so funny. If, if you were in human form. <laughs> he does not eat in human form. Just like it dragging just his weird. hands. <laughs> <laughs> he can snack. Well, also, I imagine, like, it would be harder to eat ogre in human form because you need, like, the claws and teeth to yeah. really get in there. They've mm-hmm. got tough skin. It's God, true. This conversation. <laughs> this is like the cannibal conversation all over again. Yeah, because you see, like, Abby the person loves this. <laughs> I'm not going to be eating other wolves. That's gross. Yeah, that would be wrong. <laughs> Did they have anything of value on them? Oh, I, I would have pushed those aside. <laughs> Not like the fairies. Did we lost loot on that one fairy where it was like, oops. Oh, unless we waited a couple of uh, days. Did Abraxas find any oh, special Jesus. surprise? <laughs> Don't ask him to remember back that far. Oh, my God. I, I get this wand, get here. <laughs> oh, we had this wand the whole time. <laughs> We oh were carrying God. it in a very unorthodox way. <laughs> in the old uh, prison wallet. <laughs> it was just, it was held in his stomach of Holby. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, that should be a feat I could take. Mm. Oh, boy. I could activate wands that I eat. That should be a feat. <laughs> I want that it. should be a feat. Like you've absorbed the magic into yourself, and now like you just have 20 charges of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> just you just point your belly at things and fire. <laughs> oh, my God, like a Care Bear. <laughs> oh my god like a camera like on his chest which is like the symbol of whatever spell it is just appears and then it just uh-huh. goes like, <laughs> oh gosh so good uh, the ogres don't have much you find like three gold on both of them uh, and then you do find two giant uh, large sized ogre hooks 
that are actually 2d8. So too bad you guys can't use those ogre hooks because they do a lot of damage. <laughs> we put them in the bag of holding for the next time uh, one of us is big enough to use. It. Somebody, I want a permanent enlarged person on myself. Uh, Marcion, you found some more interesting things. You found plus one studded leather, a plus one rapier, a masterwork light crossbow with 10 bolts, a ring of protection plus one, a cold weather outfit, a key, masterwork thieves tools, a gold necklace worth 50 gold, and 17 gold pieces. I kind of, I've been uh, thinking about switching back to sword and board. So that plus one rapier sure would be nice. So uh, there are two doors. There's a door to the right and a door straight up to the north. Can we go into the room that Marcian was in? So what you see is a fairly simple room. There's a bed, there's a desk. There's not anything particular uh, that you see on the onset. Let's, Can I toss uh, the room? Sure. <laughs> Do I need to roll? No, I'm not because basically you end up tossing. You flip one. You flip the bed over, and there's a there's a lockbox underneath. Perhaps you should uh, check this for traps before we just pop the lock on this puppy. Right. That sounds that sounds smart. Still a little out of it. Sorry. That was a twenty to check for traps. Uh, it does not look like it has any traps. It seems fine to me. All right. Let's see what's in there. Those ogres don't seem like they were the smartest as far as laying clever traps. Marcion may have been. Okay, so who's opening it? I think I should do it because I have the best saves, and if there is a trap anyways... Yeah, no, that makes sense. But I just feel like the the beefiest person just in case. But so uh, you open it up, and as you do, a dart shoots out at you. Awesome, of course. (laughs) Uh, And does a a twenty four will hit you? I need you to roll me a fortitude save, which you will probably pass with no problem. Nice. Oh yeah, baby, that was a nineteen on the die. Come on. Yeah, buddy. I think I have like a plus ten or something to fort. So. You don't feel the poison, luckily, but you do take a whole five points of damage. Oh, boy. I start smashing things till my ring of regeneration goes off five times. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So inside, you do find basically some interesting things. You find a wand of spider climb that has 17 charges, a small pouch holding four uncut rubies worth 50 gold each, and 179 gold pieces in assorted coinage, a curious silver mirror engraved with the image of two lovers embracing that's worth 100 gold. Break the mirror. Oh man, I kind of wish we had not realized that Marcion was still alive so we could have questioned him because I I get the feeling there was more going on that good old mark on the docks didn't know so you also find assorted gear nothing that stands out as like stuff that would help you out but it's gear somebody's gear gotcha and that's it almost like a prisoner's gear maybe (laughs) interesting (laughs) it's plot gear plot gear plot gear (laughs) i'm putting that down in the loot sheet plot (laughs) gear or should i put it gear comma plot there we go yeah yep i like it that's a proper filing system right there. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Okay. And there's one more room left for you guys to look at if you want. No, we can check that room out. So you look in and uh, you see on hi- on the side a gentleman that's like hog tied up. Uh, he's been bruised and beaten and probably within an inch of his life. His bones, you can see his rib cage is very prominent. He's basically yeah. just wearing underwear. Not like prominent exposed, but prominent from lack of food. Kind of prominent. Mm-hmm. Pippa just scr- like call that Nadia. I think we found him. Nadia rushes forward. And before you even get a chance to go in the room, she goes and starts um, to cut his ropes. And she's like, 
Oh, Ringuru, what have they done to you? Um, and kind of, kind of helps him up. He's he's looking pretty haggard, but he's still alive. Uh, can I do a quick heal check on him? Yeah. That will be a twelve. <laughs> I don't have that much in heal, guys. Turns out, actually, <laughs> always forget that. <laughs> You look him over, it's pretty obvious he's malnourished, he's been beaten, but he doesn't look like, like, he might have a broken rib or two. It, it's more of a close to starvation kind of thing than a, than a, like, not much hit points because of, of being beaten to death. So I think Nadia helps him to the chair so he can rest, and, and I, I am, I'm guessing one of you guys might bring the gear, because it's obviously his, as you guys surmised it was probably a prisoner's gear. So, uh, he gets his, you guys help him give his gear on, and he's like, you can go to my hut. Uh, and, and I can get some food, and uh, we can re- we can rest there, and uh, yeah, um, you guys start to head that way, or go with, want to go with him, or do you want to do anything else? We came for Ringer, so okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys are escorting, you see all the townsfolk are kind of gathering and seeing you guys kind of help this guy help him along. He's a he's somebody who's known in the community. So you see a lot of gasps and a lot of like, oh, he's still alive kind of comments. Um, and once you get in the hut, like it doesn't take nut but 30 minutes later, but people start bringing food and like supplies to help him get better. You get the idea that he's actually really loved in the community. Um, somebody who might do a lot for the community. And they were just really scared more than anything. So yeah, you come into the hut. Yep. Abraxas is going to start uh, a big old pot of broth. <laughs> Nothing solid too soon. Roll me uh, your cooking there. Oh, don't mind if I do. Let's see. That would be a 19 plus 6 for my profession cook, which I have ranks in now. Oh. Yay! Yeah! <laughs> so that's 25. Chefin. Ooh, can I duplicate uh, Nadia's soup that one time, that she made us one time? Oh, yeah. Just from taste. <clears throat> my palate is so refined that I could just yeah, taste something is. once and I could duplicate it. Once you guys get settled down... Um, I'm all excited about my soup. Passing <laughs> it around to everybody. Passing around the soup, uh, he, he kind of looks up. He's like, Nadia, what are you doing here? In which she responds, We have come to seek your help to sneak into White Throne. Ringer looks up to you, all of you. I suppose uh, introductions are in order. He's like, yes, please tell me your story. Oh, it's a whale of a tale, I'll tell you. <laughs> Manette, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's in character. I hope, you know what? That's canon. That's in. <laughs> Manette just starts singing no that No one needs your siren pirate shanties right now. <laughs> Apologies. Adessa sorry. is just kind of like holding the bridge of her nose. And just this like. This is what happens when you uh, live with a bard for too long. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm just, sorry. I side eyes you so. I'm hard. still, I'm still a little woozy from all the blood loss earlier. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to snap. <laughs> it's alright. It's alright. <laughs> to no be fair, done. it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not to make light of it. It's been. It's a long story. Uh, we're. You might have surmised we're not from around here, <laughs> except except Abraxas. You know, he's from around here. He's a little wave. <laughs> he waves. <laughs> he served everybody normal bowls, but he has the whole pot and he's just eating out of that, like ladling it out. Is he a human again? Oh yeah, he's full on. Yeah, he's hum- human. Did he see he's you in Hyperion again? Form at all? Oh, but no, I finished. I, I transformed after I finished eating the ogres. 
Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm wash I'm washing washing it down, uh, washing down those ogres. Like they uh, uh they went down a little rough. <laughs> <laughs> they well, went down I can't I can't imagine why. I might uh, I might not uh, try ogre again for a bit. Uh, <coughs> peppery. <laughs> <laughs> Like really strong cheese, like that foot cheese you can get. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Pippa. <laughs> oh, how rude! We're interrupting. He he just sits down and just looks at Pippa, waiting for right. the story. Well, as I was saying, uh, we're not from around here. We're actually from Taldor, which is a, a nation far to the south. Uh, it fell under an unnatural winter. It is supposed to be high summer there at the moment. And uh, it, everything got frozen. Um, and we were roped in by the local village council uh, to figure out what was going on. And we ended up stumbling through a portal that brought us here to your lovely home. We ended up bumping into Nadia, who graciously took us in. And we are on our way to White Throne to kill some goddamn witches. Here, here. Yes. Mm-hmm. They created. Uh, Elvana created the portals. Mm-hmm. It seems. It's like that is that is an interesting journey to take. I understand shutting down the portal, but why continue this journey? Don't we know there's more though? We know that there are other portals. Well, you also have a Gaius on you. Yeah. Yeah, so Yeah, that's the hard part. I don't want to tell Well, him yeah, that. no, I think we're going to try to not mention that. Like like I think Pip is nervously tugging her sleeves down a little bit. <laughs> we all do it at the we're same like, time. We're all like tugging our tugging our sleeves down to cover the snowflake tattoo. <laughs> Manessa just trying Adessa not to shoves even. both her uh, our hands like in her armpits, just like. Well, <laughs> you know, we just. I mean, if there was one portal causing havoc, there there had to be others. Uh, we assume, and uh, eternal winter is nothing that the people of the southern lands can weather. Yeah, when we shut down that first portal, I think we sensed there are others out there. Mm-hmm. I know it. And as we're... Well, we couldn't exactly go back through the portal since we shut it down and we seem to be stuck here for the present time, so it just seemed like our next step. I hate to break it to you, but you guys are not prepared for a battle with Elvana. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> so why you would you You say go- that like you think we don't know that. <laughs> But you're going to go to the city and go fight Elvana? There's an artifact that we seek that is housed there. Roll me a bluff there, uh, Pippa. I was aiding for sure, right? Sure. I think all you guys, I think there's a plus two just in general. Okay. That's going to be 24. He he eyes you up and down. He's like, he's like, what are you hiding? God damn it. Abraxas is going (laughs) to use his hand signals to be like, hey, look, do we tell him about the hut or what? Manette signals back, like, I think we can tell him about the hut, but not anything else. Pippa just shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) We're all doing, like, gestures at She's a little pissed that she's still so flustered that she apparently can't even lie as well as usual. (laughs) Or or he just happens to be really good at picking up deception. Whatever. (laughs) Hey, don't we have a potion that lets us lie? Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't swallow that before. (laughs) Oh, shoot. You're like, give me a second. Go, 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 like, go. like, oh, let me, you know, let's let like, me just quickly drink oh, I'm this. I'm so thirsty. <laughs> I can't answer your question yet. <laughs> I'm so parched Is after that, that water battle. purple? Don't worry about it. <laughs> he uh, he kind of comes to his, he's like, he's like, 
I, uh, I have worked as a long time uh, fighting against Elvana and her thugs. You need to understand that I am somebody you can trust to talk to. And I can help you, but that, that only helps with trust. Sense motive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she go for it. And Nadia actually aids Ringer because she trusts him completely. So, And Nadia speaks up as such. 26. Oh, well. He is telling the absolute truth. He, he's just, he's, he doesn't know you. He knows Nadia, so there's a level of trust, but he knows you guys are withholding, and that withholding is giving him pause. Oh, I show him my uh, silver token that I got from Paiko. He looks at he's he's like, and yes, a, a token of the Herald of Summer's Return goes farther with me, but you are still withholding something. Damn it. And before <laughs> I risk my life and the lives of the people in my village, I must know your story. Okay, so all right, fair enough. Here's the yucky thing. <laughs> I think why don't we just all show him our? Yes, yeah, so are we all are we all going to show him our tattoos? Yeah, yeah. sure. Okay, so Adessa like uncrosses her arms and just kind of like rolls up her sleeve. <laughs> Peppa just tugs her tugs the sleeve of her jerk her tunic down and just fine. <laughs> That's the mark of the Black Knight, and his eyes get very excited. You're here to get the hut. Yeah, the heart. Yeah. Oh, that saved us so much talking. How do you know about <laughs> it? What's your story? He looks around for a little bit. She's kind of like double checking just to make sure there's no, like, just, you know, you checking over your shoulder when you're giving information that, you know, could get him in trouble. There's no one behind He's... you. We are inside. <laughs> <laughs> he, he get was, it together. He's checking for, he's somebody, Focus. you know, it doesn't, he's like. He's like, it doesn't take much for someone to just sneak a mirror into a room and nobody notice right away. Oh, shit. Oh, hey, hold on. Oh, oh damn. Hold on, guys. Uh, We do have a mirror. We do have a mirror. What? Hey, we do we have do? a mirror. Hey. Abraxas was not in the room when that happened. You have a mirror? Where? When did that we found, happen? We found a mirror in, in Mar- Marcion's belongings, I believe, or whatever that lockbox was. I will smash yes. the fuck out of it right now. Yeah. I, I don't trust that. <laughs> you didn't that. break it immediately. Odessa, I wasn't thinking. That's, that's what we do. I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention when they opened the box of Braxes. I wasn't there. <laughs> We're all a What's bit scared. I was busy changing from leather armor to studded armor in a corner. I was not looking at the rest of the things. Oh, I, I, I didn't even notice that you had changed. You look wonderful. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like God, the mirror. I like that it's shiny. <laughs> Ringer, uh... Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. So you guys break the mirror. <laughs> he laughs. He's like, not all mirrors are dangerous, but it's better all of them. safe than sorry. Braxis hates me. He them. hates cookies. He won't eat them off the floor. He hates mirrors. We're paranoid <laughs> with good reason. <laughs> all of these things that I used to lack, I am afraid of now. I <laughs> I love checking my face in mirrors. Ringer looks at all you guys. It's like the Black Knight trusted you guys. <laughs> kind of look. <laughs> I don't see your snowflake on you. <laughs> to be fair, he also trusted Jim and just like points to Jim on her shoulder. <laughs> we closed a portal. Don't forget that. <laughs> I think the Black Knight was in a he'll take what he can get kind of place at the moment as he was dying. Braxis takes his bowl of soup back. <laughs> he holds his hand up in like a simmer down kind of like motion. He was making a joke kind of thing. <laughs> More than a decade ago, my wife and son were taken by the Witch Queen. 
One of Elvana's witches, trying to curry favor with her, had told her that the rebels were in fish camp were planning and planning her murder. There were no rebels in fish camp, but nonetheless, they fell upon the camp and took the firstborn son of every family that had one, as a warning not to even think about it. My wife, while trying to convince the witches to spare her son, was taken to custody as well. I've spent years sneaking into the city to find them with no luck. I had eventually given up hope, and in my darkest days, I was very close to ending my very own life and taking a long walk off the short pier into the icy waters. I was approached by a group, uh, followers of the god Milani. They have been running a small resistance group in the city. They call themselves the Herald of Summer's Return. He points to that coin that Abraxas has. They convinced me that my skills could be used to help smuggle much-needed food and supplies into the city and help escort people who wish to escape out. I, I can confirm a lot of things from your story. Elvana ordered all the knights to be murdered. She took out Baba Yaga's iron guard and replaced them with her own military and has placed the city under martial law. Has there been no s- sight of Baba Yaga? Bagba Yaga was supposed to come to take Elvana out and place a new queen on the throne, and that has not happened. Elvana, in the meantime, has locked herself in her tower and said she's relentlessly preparing for something, and I have a feeling it has to do with the portals that you had discussed. Getting into the city is not going to be easy. Uh, it wasn't easy when the city was not under martial law, but it's much harder now. Because of the martial law, most supplies coming into the city are being checked thoroughly and has caused a bottleneck as these searches take time. If that was not a big enough problem, every citizen randomly has their papers checked, so if you don't have them, the guards will come and quickly take you out. Hope is not lost, however. A group of Jadwiga, called the Stilagi, have taken to a new trend of coveting adventurers and scholars from outside Irisin. It's a novel, fun game for them to see who they can get. I know a forger in the Howling District that could forge you the papers you need. He also knows the secret sigils of most of the houses within White Throne and can apply the proper arcane marks to let you wander the city in relative safety. The Howling District is also run by the wolves, and they tend to be more lax about security and more willing to take a bribe so it will be easier to get you in. I'd be happy to help you, but in return, I I ask for your help. I'm to deliver food and supplies to those in need within the city. I'm long overdue. Once the supplies are delivered, I can get you in contact with the forger and then with the leader of the Herald of Summer's Return. She can help you get to where you need and help direct you to the many vendors who may help you get the supplies you need. That sounds fair enough to me. We'd be very grateful. More than fair. He's like, okay, in the morning we will prep. But for now, uh, why don't we all rest and... We'll, we'll get going tomorrow. It is getting pretty late in the evening at this point as well. Should we post a guard? I think we'll be fine. The bad element, so to speak, is taken out, and with him, all his guards are probably going to run off in fear of, of re- reprisal. So I think we'll be good for another night. Excellent. So in the morning, Abraxas, Odessa, and Manette, you guys are... F- kind of feeling this onset of this fever you're you broke out and you're like drenched in your own sweat and i need each of you to roll me a fortitude save um i am immune to diseases at this level so yeah. 18 24 okay you guys all broke the fever and does anyone want to roll heal check 
Yeah. Probably a Braxis. Your heal is actually better than mine. <laughs> that is a 19. Uh, what this is, is the onset of filth fever that you got from the Hukuvas when they attacked you. I think as I'm examining everybody, I will take out a scroll, unroll it, uh, read it over a little bit, chant, and uh, light envelops Odessa as I cast Remove Disease. Ah, bless. <laughs> I think, uh, Manette, we have the uh, healthiest appetite uh, of the three of us. So I think we all, we'll be able to fend this off in no time. Yeah, that's great, because right her saves are not good. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would always say, feed a fever, feed a cold, feed a <laughs> disease, feed a sickness, and feed oh, something else. Hmm. There was one more, but I'm sure you feed it. <laughs> Is it yourself? <laughs> oh, feed yourself. Yes. Speaking of feeding, what does a Braxis cook for breakfast? Let's see. Uh, I think we still have some elk. So he'll fry that up, get it nice and crispy like carnitas. Awesome. So you guys eat breakfast. You get prepared. Ringer uh, brings the cart that is loaded, about to load with fish. Uh, it looks like he has brought on some volunteers to kind of push the cart so you guys don't have to push the cart. So Ringer brings up, he's like, uh, just some information I need to give forward to you guys. Unless you are a, a wolf of, you know, of the Howlings district, you can't just walk around. If you're displaying any weapons larger than a dagger without documents authorizing them to do so, uh, you will be questioned immediately. So before you guys get your papers identifying you as part of the Stilyagi's retinue, it's best to have those weapons hidden away. And he's, he basically brings out a large oiled leather and he's like, put your armor and your weapons, large size weapons in here and we will cover it and basically put the fish on top of it so you guys can sneak the weapons into the city. So uh, basically what ends up happening is you guys put your guys' weapons and I'm assuming that, so all the large weapons, you guys can each have a dagger. Can I want to? Can I have any of my wands? Can I keep those? Uh, it does. It just says large weapons, lar- or normal, like, large-sized weapons for a human and heavy armor. So I think you can keep your wants. Once you guys put your armor and stuff under the fish, they pack it with snow and fish on top. So that way there's at least a layer of snow before the fish, so your, your weapons don't smell like fish when you pull them out. So they won't smell delicious. And he begins to uh, push, well, he begins to have his volunteers push the cart with him towards the Howling District. Abraxas, as you get closer, you actually kind of change a little bit. Uh, your hair gets very white and oh. uh, and kind of like a fur around it. And you realize you've heard this, that the Howling District yeah. actually basically forces anybody who is wolf to change into a specific time of humanoid. And I think Ringer is not surprised, but he is a little taken back because he didn't necessarily expect it. He, he thought you might be like kind of wolfish, but like wasn't sure. And uh, yeah, he's like, he turns, he's like, does any of you have any other surprises? Not as no, immediately much it. Like my tail? Uh, you're t- you do not have a tail. <laughs> no, not right now. He has a clip-on tail. He has one of those clip-on Only tails show that, that to my always, friends. Didn't you know? This would probably be a good time to use the rhyme pelt. Doesn't that let you turn into a wolf, too? Yeah. Cool. I guess I'll duck behind a tree and put on the pelt. Isn't it just like you throw it over your shoulders kind of thing? Yeah. Oh, well, then never mind. I'll do that. <laughs> when Pippa comes back behind the trees, uh, you actually see she looks like... The long white hair, very tall, very uh, Probably no axe, I'm assuming. No axe, That's too exactly. bad. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a 
So do does Pippa actually enlarge in size, or is this just a, like a projection? Uh, no, you actually enlarge in oh, size. Oh god, you are... she hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so much, so much. <laughs> she looks like a Viking Jaina Proudmore. When you come back, Ringer uh, sees you wearing the rhyme pelt, and he kind of realizes what's going on because he's heard those tales too, and he lets you know that is not. He just warns you to that. This is not a, like, without your papers, you're still at risk, but you're at a much lower risk. And he's like, I'm glad you found one. Have this little one because there are no halflings in in White Throne. Uh, So it will help reduce your identification. So here's some rules about the cart. So as you guys go through, um, the, the cart can be pushed safely at a speed of 30 feet per round. If the cart is pushed at a higher speed, however, the person pushing it must succeed a DC 15 reflex save. Each round that the cart is being pushed over that, art will tip over. And there's rules about if the cart is attacked, for example. So as you come to it, you come to uh, the Howling's Gate. And you see this tall, majestic woman with long, silver, flowing hair. She actually looks very similar to how um, Pippa looks right now, Mm. just with some slight different features. And she pulls up and she's like, Hot, who goes there? And uh, Ringer quickly comes up. I bring supplies at the behest of my masters. And he points over to Pippa and Abraxas. Pippa's doing her best to look very, well, I mean, you know, she doesn't have to stretch too much to make this facial expression. She just looks very haughty right now. (laughs) <laughs> Just give a little growl. She, uh, he, she looks everybody over, and and she's like, "Do you, do you have the usual?" And she holds out her hand, and he drops twenty gold into her hand, and you may pass. And so you go through. You go in, and the streets of the Howlings wind back and forth crookedly and are lined with wooden houses covered in intricate and detailed woodwork. Unlike the fish camps, even the poorest homes are in good repair. Pleasantly decorated and painted with a clean, white, or uh, light pastel colors, the rooftops are steeply pitched to allow heavy snow to slide off. Covered alleyways run between some closely adjacent buildings sheltering ground floor entrances from the elements. In other places, open-air bridges or crosswalks join buildings together at their upper levels. Snowdrifts lie heaped between the houses. The streets are shoveled and brushed clean. There is little sign of domestic animals, but handcarts are parked outside some residences. So you guys begin to journey in, and I think Ringer is kind of taking the lead because he has to guide the cart through. He begins to lead you. He brings you up into this area. It it smells very wolfy. You guys pass by this brown circle of carts that that are just sitting there on the street, uh, seemingly left empty right now. And as you do, there's a goblin that pops up above. He's like, back alley, boys, assemble. So you see this one a goblin who gives this big, uh, really smile, and he has one golden tooth. And behind him, three other goblins pop up. And they have back alley, boys, we have fish. And they point, and go, and they go, yummy, yummy, fish, fish. Uh, and they're getting, they're like looking like they're about to attack, and then they turn and they see Abraxas and Pippa, these, you know, giant wolf. He goes, Wolves! And they turn around and run away. It's <laughs> my fish. This part, Pippa's loving. <laughs> Be intimidated. Ringer's like, Usually they, they attack. I'm so glad you guys are here this time. They always run off with my fish. Uh, he seems very annoyed. So Ringer directs. Basically, once once the goblins have run off, he directs you down kind of a secluded uh, area. There's 
there's not much going on here. It's out of the main cycle of where everybody is at in the city, in the town. And he comes up to this alleyway. He requests to all of you that maybe one of you guys should check it out before we go, because sometimes people like to sneak in attack in this, this alleyway and give it an investigation uh, and see what's there. Pip is going to kind of tiptoe up to the alley. She is so not used to being this size, but girl's making it work. And uh, she rolled a natty 11, so that is a 19. You look down the hallway, you're kind of peering around some crates, I think. It's kind of funny because you go up to the crate thinking it's going to be like at your, like your, your head is going to be below the crate and you realize, oh crap, crap, I got a duck. And, uh, <laughs> and, and you look around the crate, you see this tall and lean humanoid figure and underneath his robe, you see that instead of a face, there's in fact a mirror. Uh, it's just featureless and it just reflects everything that it looks at. So I imagine you come back and report this to us, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, because I don't think I'm that far from you, I think. Yeah, so I, I basically like just kind of turn around to be like, all right, what what is this thing? It's just, it's a man with a mirror for a face. Ringer, his eyes kind of pop out of his head. That is a man in service of the queen. His mirror reflects anything he sees back to the witches in the palace of White Throne. That is God, just I hate this country. fabulous. You know, it's like sometimes you want to look at yourself in the mirror and then you remember that you're not alone and that's kind of terrible. <laughs> it's just the creepiest. Is, so he, is he heading, which is he going in a particular direction? Is he just standing there like staring at the wall? What's he doing? He's moving down the all- alleyway very slowly, kind of investigating around the crates and seeing towards if he us sees anything. Or towards you guys. Yes, towards all of you. Like He is moving this way. Okay, so thoughts. The two of you kind of already look like you belong here. And she kind of like holds up her hand and like points to her ring. She's like, I can do it for a bit. And Manette, and she kind of like looks up at Manette. She's like, you could hide with the fish, I guess. <laughs> Manette frowns really hard, but she's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Ringer, Ringer fairly, very quickly pulls back the, the tarp that's over the fish. And he's like, quick, get in. <laughs> the whole time, <laughs> my hair is going to smell like fish. <laughs> Pippa has prestidigitation. When you get out, we can just like I will do the like you. magic shiny thing. Like, <laughs> unfish you. Unfish you. I cast unfish your head. <laughs> unfish her. As as you get in, Minette, you uh, you feel the squishiness of all the fish, and oh, you, you're just in the sliminess. And as you lay down, there's literally a, a head of a fish with its eye staring right into your eye. Ew. And then everything goes black as as Ringer closes the tarp back over the, the back of the wagon. Hey, just you and me, buddy. <laughs> I feel like Odessa kind of like really eyeballs Abraxas and Pippa to kind of see like what features it is that she's supposed to even be doing anything with. And, like, kind of does the best she can to make herself look like that without just, like, copying and pasting. <laughs> Photoshop. She's just like, all right, so we'll do something. She's using the clone eyes. tool. Yeah. <laughs> the clone tool, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll make some, like, silver white hair and weird eyes and high cheekbones. Perfect. <laughs> uh, and just as you finish that, the mirror man comes through the, the alleyway. And he's looking around, and he looks over to all of you and Ringer, Pippa as a wolf woman, and Abraxas, and Adessa, freshly looking like a wolf woman herself. 
I'm assuming Wolfwoman. As close as she can get it. I just give a bro nod, like, what's up? <laughs> they look, he looks at each of you, stares for a long time, and then looks at Ringer, and then just turns away and starts wandering past you guys. He motions to have the cart being escorted back through the alleyway and to the other side. So you guys ask, are able to escort the fish unmolested through the, the alleyway now, and you come out to the other end, and it actually dead ends into the house. Uh, Ringer indicates the house there at the end of the street as the destination for the fish in his handcart. Uh, he knocks on the door, which is which a brief moment later clicks open just enough for a figure to peer out. After Ringer exchanges a few words with the person inside, the door bursts open and a man and a woman and several ch- children stream out and start carrying the fish inside. Manette's still in the fish Mas- cart. Right? Yeah, Manette's still in the cart. <laughs> like, Surprise! That had to have been weird for him. <laughs> <laughs> pulls up the tart. Manette just sits up. Surprise! <laughs> he actually forgot that Manette was in there. And actually the little kid goes to untie the tarp and pull it up. And there's Manette. And, and she's kind of taken aback. Like, oh. I'm having a conversation like, with the fish in front of me. Oh, I guess oh, we hello. forgot to tell her she could get out. <laughs> yeah, Manette gets out. Oh, oh Abraxas has uh, flashbacks to unloading um, wagons. He used to do that when he was younger. <laughs> his, uh, his cousins ran a little merchant, traveling little merchant shop. And he didn't unload because he wasn't so good with the talking to the folks. So mm-hmm. he would just unload the carts. That was his job. So as, the, as everybody, all this family is unloading the fish cart, Ringer explains to you guys, these, this family is the start of a network of people who get the food out to those in need within the community. And as he's saying that, two of the adults come and thank you guys profusely. Thank you so much for bringing us this food. It will go to help many, many people in the community that are underserved. Pippa feels a little awkward because this super wasn't anything they had much to do with. It was a convenient way for them to get into the city. (laughs) It's like, that's, you're welcome. I would say that except that the cart would have gotten attacked by the goblins if it wasn't for you and Abraxas. Damn goblins. Sure, all right. So we peripherally helped. We had nothing to do with this plan, but... If you guys were not wolves, if like you had not gotten the rhyme pelt and Abraxas had not chosen a wolfy character, this would have gone much differently. Score. <laughs> oh, I think Odessa just remembered that she still has weird like features, and and she just like shakes her head, and like the silver just kind of like fades away, and she's like, oh, okay, much better. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pippa delicately snips at Manette, and then just kind of wave, kind of vaguely like waves her hand at her. <laughs> And oh kind of cleans her so off. Much. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to do that. You are a far better woman than I. <laughs> and I, I think as that happens, as it gets, so now your guys' gear is back underneath the cart. You can take your gear back so you can get your gun and stuff like that. And they are luckily unmolested by fish smell. The oiled leather skins kept a good job at keeping them in good condition. Uh, so you guys can put all that back on. Thank God. Odessa did not like not having her gun on her. And uh, and then he turns to all of you and goes, why don't we go get you guys some papers? Yes. All right. Sounds good. Sounds official. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you can't get enough about us and want to learn more about the FWP community, you can do so by following us on Twitter at Fantastic Pods, checking out how strong our meme game is at Fantastic Worlds Pod on Instagram, or chatting with us on Discord. 
I am Dustin, your game dad master. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on Instagram or Twitter. And you can find me, Abby, at Bonanza Famine. And you can find me, Angel Espinosa, at Espinosa916. Uh, this is Kay, and you can find me at She's Lady Macbeth. This is Jess, and you can find me dancing over here. No, just kidding. <laughs> or you can find me at Hank the Clank on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> that was a cool dance. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's good stuff. I got moves. <laughs> <laughs> Theme song is composed and played by Amy Hankinson. Thank you to Sirenscape for the use of sound effects and music. Thank you to everyone who has been giving us reviews on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Stitcher. We hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, do us a favor and help spread the word to friends and family you think might enjoy the show as well. Till next week, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Exactly how I built your sim too. I just wanted you to. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> your sim is chefing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how exactly does profession cook? It's basically it make, lets you make money. I don't think it has any other uh, unless it's home brewed. It's mostly how much uh, you make a week. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that later because I want your cooking to actually be something. I want it worth the investment of points you put into it. So maybe it gives you like a plus one for your next attack or something like that. Ooh, that'd be cool. What so. about my baskets? What do they do? <laughs> if your I baskets, do real good. Your baskets sell on the market for gold. Damn it. <laughs> they become masterwork. Yeah. Uh, and master we put all our stuff. We, we replace all our backpacks with baskets. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like the best. Baskets. When you get when you get to a DC roll fifty, they become baskets of holding. Whoa! Yeah, they're all like hourglass shaped, so we all look like Gara. <laughs> oh, perfect! <laughs> but with baskets instead of jars. Uh, Wait, his thing wasn't a basket? No, it was like a big jar of sand. Oh, it, I was. I thought bas- it was. I was not important. I, I thought, thought it was, it was a, a giant gourd. It was oh, made yeah, of sand. It was, it was a gourd, but it was made of sand too. I want to say. Oh, yeah, you're probably... I oh, it right. was. That's right. So. God, we're such weeds. Anyway, it's it's not important. Let's move on. Oh. <laughs> we got these at the mall together. It's a friendship tattoo. Oh. We all got these at the mall. <laughs> and <laughs> we're four best buddies. And we're on a cross-country adventure we road trip to, to Jamba Juice, though. <laughs>